Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 239 and it is Tuesday, May 18th, 2021. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, we are back once again. Uh, we got some, you know, some nerd magic to talk about. Um, I'll be getting into some Star Wars talk as well as Resident Evil Village. As you can see, uh, my my Zoom background this week is a picture of the lovely and terrifying Lady Dimitrescu, uh, one of the one of the main villains in in, the, in Capcom's latest survival horror game. Um, Carl's got some stuff he'll talk about. Um, yeah, and speaking of Carl, uh, we saw you on the UWO's podcast last night, <laughs> talking it up, filling in for the most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi, Mr. Kyle Chapman. Say that three times fast. <laughs> uh, uh, nah, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I filled in, uh, yesterday. It was, uh, oh, it's always, a, it's always a great time when I'm with the, when I'm with our brothers with the UWO. I mean, it's just... You know, laughs and wrestling talk. I mean, you just can't, you, you can never go wrong with it. it. It's never a bad episode with those guys. I mean, unfortunately, I couldn't, you know, stay for the whole thing because I had to work. But, like, it was, yeah, it was just, it was just a flat out great time. And, you know, listening to Kyle scream in my ear, I mean, listening to Eddie scream in my ear like that. I mean, but I've been doing that for 20 plus years. So, I mean, that's like nothing new to me. So. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. he gets it. He gets it from his. He get it from his mama. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, yeah. His mom is my mama too, and I love that woman to death. So. Okay, much respect. Much respect to Miss Ortiz. Uh, but yes, we see uh, Kyle Chapman in the in the in the chat here. He says, "You want my spot flash?" Oh. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah. Uh, speaking of UWO, some uh, some wrestle talk. Um, I know y'all got into the the zombie uh, uh, shenanigans that we saw on, at, at WrestleMania's backlash. Uh, yeah, we did. Yep, got into we that. We did. And I'm just like, I just looked at it as like, it, like the card was the, the event was good. It was a very good show. Yes. Just. Has zombies? Yeah, the the, the zombie. <laughs> I mean, the the zombie sketch was pretty embarrassing. Like it, it it. I mean, talk about setting wrestling back thirty years. It brought it back to the days of George Hackenschmidt and Toots Mott. Uh, yeah, but, you did your research with those comments. <laughs> I mean, I, I will I will say uh, uh, a a name like Toots Mott definitely one of the coolest names I've heard in wrestling. That, that like if you have a name like that, you can only be a professional wrestler. I think. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. I mean that that that's a that's a strong old school wrestling name, um, but yeah, um, I will I will say like some some quick thoughts on, on my quick thoughts on the uh, backlash event. Excellent main event between Cesaro and Roman Reigns. Oh um, my god! Yeah. Um, um, the only thing though, and it's not a knock on the match itself. I think that um, this is as far, unfortunately, as Cesaro goes. I don't think Vince McMahon will ever put the put the top title on him, whether it's the Universal Championship or the WWE Championship. I think this is Cesaro's peak, and I and I love Cesaro. I'm a big fan of his, but WWE will never let him truly be great. So I think that this is like his consolation prize, which is sad to say because I really do want to see him with the top title someday. But you know, we gotta you know we gotta take what we can get. But um, but yeah, again, excellent match. Um, uh, what else? Um. 
Even the WWE champion. It's like both world title matches were very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bobby Bobby Lashley, still the WWE champion. Looks like Kofi Mania 2 is on the rise, though, as uh, as we uh, saw in uh, the end of Monday Night Raw. I mean, I mean, I mean, just just one championship match between Kofi and, and Lashley. Lashley is going to retain, of course. But to see Kofi back in the title picture is actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's very rewarding. That, that, yeah. It, yeah, it was cool. Um, I, did I watch most of the match? No, because I was at work at that time, so I was like trying to, yeah, you know, work. Yeah, and then um, and then on the AEW side, uh, uh Cody Rhodes, uh, bizarre promo. Um, what? <laughs> uh, it kind of felt like he was like uh, auditioning for a U.S. Senate run because I know Cody says that he has an interest in running for the U.S. Senate someday. Um, but but watching that, I was like. I, I, I saw that I saw that trending on Twitter, and somebody posted a brief clip of a uh, raw talk with Samoa Joe and uh, Caleb Braxton, where Caleb Braxton goes, mm-hmm. "What just happened?" And Samoa Joe just deadpans goes, "I don't know," <laughs> in response to <laughs> Cody's promo. <laughs> um, I wasn't here when um, but you can't get it because you ain't got it. I don't want it. I don't want it. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty. That was the uh, comment, but um. Mm. I mean, I watched it, and I was just like, nah. Like, I just didn't, I didn't think of anything of it. Like, I really just chose not, and I chose not to. Like, because I already know, like, everybody was going to go out after it. They talked about it extensively on Busted Open mm. um, the next day. And I, I just was like, I'm like, yeah, he has a, you know, biracial daughter on the way so you know use that as a cheap plug and it's just i don't know i just thought cody just put up better promos and that one and then of course you know the whole usa spiel and all that it's just like it's it's just it's something that was redundant yeah yeah it was like it it didn't really need that yeah no yeah yeah like addressing that the country's you know you know, divided as it is, and it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, yeah, we know. Yeah. Like, I think it's just kind of like, I mean, it's never too late to talk about the, you know, things like that, but it's just like, I just didn't, I didn't need to hear it. Yeah, and plus, like, especially like in the context of his feud with Anthony Gogo, it's just basically, hey. Anthony Gogo, like, he, he's just challenging you to a match. He thinks he's better than you. That, yeah. that could have just left that at yeah, that level. And, Exactly, and then yeah, we didn't we didn't need like the whole uh, foreign heel stick again, and then yeah. not to mention it's like then and Anthony Agogo, he posts that he officiated his sister's lesbian wedding, so now people are on his side for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if anything, he's like the the default babyface in this one. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Um, even like Sir Wilkins from John Patias, he was talking about, I'm going for Anthony Gogo. Mm. He said some other reasons why, but I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see that. Like, I can completely understand. Yeah, yeah, that. And um, and also, too, speaking of AEW, um, good call on seeing Miro finally uh, become the TNT champion, beating Darby Allin. Um, yeah, I think this this is the Miro that we wanted to see from the, from the jump. Um, so Yeah, it's, I mean... Yeah, we had a taste of it. I believe. Yeah, I, I think we had like a taste of it, but they just didn't. You know, WWE has a tendency is like this damn busted open of not letting the talent be talented. Mm, very true. But I think I think I, I don't know. Some of I feel like I've seen it before, 
but it's like, all right, let's see where this goes now. Because he wasn't, remember, TNT is a mid-card championship. Yep. He was a U.S. champion at one point. So it was like, all right, he's had the mid-card championship before. Mm-hmm. Let's see where this goes now. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this will be a good good chance for Miro to show what he can really what he can really do like outside of WWE, and I think that he'll have a he'll have a pretty good run. I think uh, you know Lance Archer, he's like his first opponent opponent uh, being lined up, so they'll have a knockdown dragout match. Two big hosses going at it, um, and then um, and then what else? And then also yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it for the. For the for the wrestle talk, pretty much. Um, I, I I will say one more thing. Um, it was actually it was actually pretty nice seeing uh, Tamina finally get a real championship belt, and how emotion how how much it meant to her and how emotional she got. I saw her uh, backstage um, video with Natalia when they had the their their name plates placed on the, on the tag team titles. Uh, so that was actually pretty cool. I'm like, you know what, you know, what? good 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 for Tamina. She deserves this. You know after. Yeah, after after. No, I'm t- saying, and that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good for her. Oh yeah, after, absolutely. You know, you know. Hopefully, hopefully, Shayna Baszler can, can you know, go off on a singles run and, and have a have a, have a proper proper monster run, and then she can get away from yeah. the she can get away from the other one, let the other one flounder somewhere, but let my, let, let Shayna Baszler be great. Let Shayna Baszler be great, people. Yeah, I will say this though. I think the reason why they're you know they put them they keep putting them on TV like that is because it's Nia's TikToks. Like, Nia and Shayna are actually entertaining together. Like, if you see their TikToks, like, sometimes you can't help but just laugh. Like, Nia does her dances and stuff, and then for the longest time, like, Shayna just be like, the hell are you doing? (laughs) And then, after a while, Shayna started, you know, catching on and stuff, like, especially when Reginald came on, Mm. came onto the scene. Shayna starts coming on, and she'll, like, you know, do a little something, and then that's when they stop, and then she'll, like, mess it up on purpose. It's actually pretty funny to watch this. Hmm. Like, it's pretty fun to watch. So that's, I think that's why, like, they, you know, keep put, that they put them on TV like that. It's because of the popularity of Nine's TikToks. Oh, well. So they're just, yeah, so they're capitalizing on that. Like, they do have, they do have some, they do have an entertaining aspect to them. hmm Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I know TikTok's popular with all the with all the young folks, so and you know. the old folks too, and the old folks too do not get it twisted. Mm, you know, so apparently, I know a couple of people my age and older who love them some TikToks. Oh man, and all these tic, these TikToks and, and it's 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 too, it's too much for this old geezer right here. What does the world come to? I'm old man yelling at cloud. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah man uh what what you what you been into uh this these past couple weeks um uh, i finally finished invincible okay all right all the episodes the, is the, the first season's done yes yes from okay. episodes one through eight and um yes i have to say i have to go with the masses on this one this was a highly entertaining um it's a highly entertaining show i would Omni Man is in the conversation with Homelander and Superman. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, com- a- uh, I can't. Uh, let's. I you yeah you kind of have to see for yourself. And for the like, the voice cast hmm. is pretty all star. 
like Stephen Ewan plays Mark Grayson, aka Invincible. He plays a title character. J.K. Simmons plays the voice of uh, Omni Man. And then you had like other cast members of The Walking Dead. Uh, Jason Masukas, who plays Fred Splode, aka Rafi, Rafi from The League. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hamm, Ma- uh, Mark Hamill has mm-hmm. a voice in there as well. So um, it was a very fun. It was a very fun show. Uh, big ups to uh, Grandmaster Facts and Dominique for you know ha- telling me to watch that show because I was really I'm I really enjoyed that and I'm looking forward to the next season. It's already been ordered for seasons two and three. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, wow, Amazon's putting their weight behind this this series. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Robert Kirkman, he he did it again, and I missed out on I missed out on that number one comic. I did. Made mm. me mad. <laughs> yeah, like it was staring at me at Rock Hopkins for the longest time. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. It was, and then just never picked it up, and now it's too late. Mm. Yeah, I know that there's like a whole bunch of like. Um, compendiums for Invincible since there were so many uh, um, issues over the years when it was published. Right. Yeah, yeah I think in 03? Oh, yeah. 03, I want to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so yeah. yeah, Inv- Invincible, Amazon Prime. I'll definitely check that out because um, I, I really I've always wanted to read the, the comics for years, but I just never got around to it. Um, but yeah, I'm, but I'm glad to see that um, some image image comics properties are are making the the small screen. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I know you cannot wait for Bitterroot. Oh, Bitterroot's gonna be. I, I'm I'm very I'm very intrigued. The fact that Regina King is set to direct King is it. Doing, yeah. That you know what that that has my attention because Regina Regina King did such a great job with um, One Night in Miami. And right. you know, and and you know, given her uh, stint in um, Damian Lindelof's Watchmen on HBO, you know, it's, it's great. It's great seeing Regina King, you know, delve into some genre fare, like some science fiction and horror. So that's pretty cool. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing what she can bring to the table um, behind the right. director's chair. Right. And uh, what else have I been up to? It's been okay. It's been a you know crazy hectic uh, few days so please forget i finally beat and i know dude i finally beat the resident evil 2 remake oh really i finally got i finally got around to doing that and i i enjoy i really enjoy doing it um lots of changes from the original game back in 98 yep 98 like lots of changes but well worth it like i never like that police chief came out of nowhere and i'm gonna say this i i'm saying it from the plums fuck mr x (laughs) oh fuck that guy yeah yeah wasn't wasn't he terrifying yeah, and I feel like, and the only way I can beat a Resident Evil game is if I have unlimited ammo. Mm. Yeah. Like, I found myself wasting way too many bullets on just one zombie, and it just kind of, like, got on my last nerve. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah, and Mr. X, like, it's, it, like, 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 Hacon did such a wonderful job, like, actually, like, 
uh, make, making Mr. X such a such a terrifying presence, especially with that with that, with that thumping music behind him every time with every step. Yeah. And he pops up out of nowhere too. Like he just like you think you lose him at one end of the police station, and then like two minutes later, mm-hmm. he's close to where you at. Yeah, those footsteps, man, and they get louder and louder, and then he busts through the door. Yeah. Now, like speaking of Mr. X in Resident Evil, like if you go on YouTube, um, there's like a Mr. X gonna give it to you. So it's like somebody modded like playing that DMX song, X gonna give it to you every time he appears and he's walking around. Yeah, it's actually pretty. Okay, funny. I got that. I, that I'll take care. That I'll check out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I felt I felt very I felt very accomplished when I uh, beat that. Nice. Um, what else is uh, what else is on my list? On the comic ends, I don't really have them on me right now, but I started reading the uh, Heroes Reborn mm-hmm. um, series that just came that's uh, out right now. Um, it's kind of interesting. It's like a world like it's a world where the Avengers never existed, but yet Blade comes back from wherever he was previously, mm-hmm. and he's the only one that knew that it, the Avengers existed. Oh, okay. So I'm very interested to see where this is going. Where this was going, uh, Reagan actually was, you know, telling me, like, this is a very interesting read. I really think that you will enjoy it. And, you know, it's a new story arc to read since King and Black uh, officially ended. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something that I'm looking forward to getting into. Uh, I've been watching, you know, my my Dark Side of the Ring is back. And, oh, my goodness. I spoke, I spoke on it last night on uh, UWO, but, man, that Brian Pillman episode, I just want to give Brian Pillman's sister a hug. Just a nice big hug. Mm, I heard she was a she was a saint. Oh, she's an angel. She is she is an angel and we must protect her at all costs. Mm. Wow. Uh Pillman Jr., I'm rooting for him. I, I'm I'm rooting for his success. Um and then the last week's episode was uh Nick Gage. And as I said last night, like I didn't know much about him. I knew he was involved in the deathmatch scene, but when and when I met him, that dude was so cool. I'm just like, yo, we should have bought. I would, we could have bought him a drink, and he would have like we would have been we would have been like best friends. <laughs> That's how cool he was. You know, he took the picture with Brian and everything. Like he was just so cool. And then, like, within the 12, first 12 minutes of the episode, I'm just like, are you serious? Oh, yeah, I know that Nick Gage, like, he went through some shit, and that's an understatement. Yeah, 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 the bank robbery, you know, when he was, you know, poor and homeless, and um, they showed some of his matches, one of them with John Moxley, where he took a pizza cutter to his, fat, to his head God. and his mouth, giving him, yeah, pizza cutter. It's fucking nuts, man. And he beat the bricks out of David Arquette. Hmm. He, he was the one who fucked up David Arquette in that death match. Oh, was that on? A, I think that was on a documentary that David Arquette did recently. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the uh, you cannot kill David Arquette. Or something. But I mean, that was his fault, though. You know, Nick Gage was the ringleader, and then David Arquette took a wrong turn, and then a light to. A broken light tube that went to his neck and stuff. Oh, God damn. 
Yeah, thank, thankfully David Arquette's alive, because that would have been yeah. tragic. Oof. Yeah, and then um, what's funny is a lot of people didn't know that Nick Gage's brother, uh, Justice something. Oh, uh, Justice Payne? Justice Payne, yeah, that was yeah. Nick Gage's brother. Oh, wow, didn't didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, and, you know, he, he was talking about, like, they didn't, you know, him and his brother had, like, a huge falling off. They weren't on speaking terms, hmm. and his brother actually wound up, like, when he was after he retired from wrestling, I guess... He got into some trouble and wind up uh, jumping off a bridge and killing himself. Oh my god, damn! That's hard. And Nick Gage, whenever he leaves his house, he sees the bridge that his brother killed himself at. So he le- he lives with that every you know lives with that every day. He gets that daily reminder. But it was a very exciting, very uh, like I said, outside of ring knocked on the fucking end. Mm. Thursday's episode, which is the uh, collision in Korea. Oh man, I heard. You know, I've the heard WCW about... show that they had. Oh, yeah, in, the in North WCW Korea. Show that they had in North Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to learning about that situation. So, mm. um, other than that, uh, I think you know, Bad Batch, which I know we're about to get into. Uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's going on in the? What's going on in the? Oh, and my. Uh, be sure to go on the YouTube channel and watch the uh, Carl's top six funniest Codex Prime moments. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Tops. Top six moments. Yes. Mostly at my expense. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it's. They were all bad. I think what well, only one of them was bad. Mm-hmm. Just others involved you. Well, it, yeah, one was just yours, like, you know, embarrassing yourself. But other than that, one was embarrassing myself. Other than that, was just all, like, fun. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was embarrassing myself. I was just speaking, uh, I was just speaking how I felt, man. <laughs> and, hey, it was, it was a different, it was a, it was a different time. It was a different time back then. <laughs> Here's the thing. Which time? <laughs> I mean, there's a couple on that, that list. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. But hey, you, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. We have fun. We have fun on the Codex Prime podcast. You know, if you can't laugh at yourself from time to time, then you know you're taking life way too seriously. And exactly. Yeah. You 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 gotta laugh at yourself. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, man. Um, what have I been up to? Uh, well, a um, few things. Um, well, first of all, uh, uh, big shout outs to Shanae Wells in our chat here. Um, DJ DJ S W Blends. That's my girl. We went to school together in uh, when I was living down in Baltimore for a little for a year, and uh, she was actually like one of my first friends, you know, from that school. So big shout outs to her and her sister Chanel, who's doing her. Uh, thing right now nice awesome that's what's up love to see it so uh so so yeah man uh what i what have i been up to well um some star wars talk uh first off um first off um i finished well two weeks ago i finished all 133 episodes of the clone wars on disney plus 
Um, I I was just I was just marathoning the show like um, like three weeks ago, like I was on like, actually no four weeks ago like a month ago I was on episode fifty one fifty two, and then that that first weekend I I made it all the way to eighty one uh, on 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 Sunday. And then, and then the next weekend after that, I, I was like, you know what? I got time. I got I have, I have Friday off. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blaze through it, and I blazed through 81 to 133, just a marathon sprint uh, for my whole for my other weekend, and it was great. Let me tell you something, man. Victor, <laughs> Victor Omoyo is back home. He's been back home since watching The Mandalorian. You know, and after watching the Clone Wars, after seeing how it concluded, man, it's 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 so good. It's so good to be a Star Wars fan once again. I mean, Rise of Skywalker nearly ruined it. It, it not, Rise of Skywalker was the Game of Thrones season eight, which was nearly ruined it. But this show and The Mandalorian brought me back to the brink. Um, I really liked the. Um, the further world building that we saw in, that I saw in Clone Wars, particularly episode six, um, not episode six, season six rather, where we see Yoda going off on his journey um, to discover the secret to immortality that uh, Qui Gon Jinn discovered, um, and then which Yoda eventually passed down to Obi Wan uh, as as well, and then later Anakin Skywalker when he redeemed himself. Um, I saw that. That was really interesting, kind of like expanding the the scope of what the Force is. Um, there was also another n- nice story arc involving Anakin Skywalker and uh, oh. Ben Kenobi and Ahsoka Tano uh, visiting this 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 unknown planet, uh, which, which was um it was like a three episode arc called the Mortis uh, arc, and um, they and it's where these characters run into the this father and then and then his son and his daughter. All three of which are the personifications of the different sides of the Force. So the son represented the dark side, the daughter represented the light side, and the father represented the balance. And that was interesting because uh, Anakin actually got, caught a glimpse of what his future looked like, and he saw himself becoming Darth Vader, and you know, you know, you know, be turning out turning to turn to the dark side. But then he had his uh, memory wiped um, as well. So. Um, so Anakin, Anakin doesn't remember what he saw, but he does end up inevitably realizing his destiny. That was that was intriguing. Um, the final four episodes of the whole series in, epi- in season seven, man, the final four episodes. Let me tell you some of the best Star Wars storytelling I've seen from um, prior to that, from the return of Darth Maul. And how they explained how he survived being cut in half by Obi Wan in, in Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Um, how he, how he was, how he was, he was driven insane. He had these like he he had a, like he had these like spider legs that he was walking around on, and then he rebuilt himself. And um, Darth Maul, like like Episode One, did him dirty because it was such a cool looking villain. But then these last four episodes really showed. Uh, the potential that was missing in the prequels because Darth Maul, man, he really, he really brought it. He really showed why he was one of the most methodical and most dangerous uh, Sith Lords um, that did not get his due in the movies. But in this show, man, like he, he has a personal vendetta against Obi-Wan for, 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 you know, killing him. And, um, and, but then like um, in, in the last four episodes of Clone Wars, which takes place, um, at the same time as in, during the events of Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, um, you see Ahsoka Tano 
uh, travel to Mandalore, which is in this which is in this war in this middle of this like civil war because um, Darth Maul has taken over the Death Watch, which was the same um, Mandalorian group that Bo-Katan um, um, uh, what belonged to a Bo-Katan played by um, Katie Sackhoff in the Mandalorian, and then you see. Um, one of the finest lightsaber battles I've seen in any Star Wars uh, property with Ahsoka Tano fighting Darth Maul. And what, what made it so cool is that not only the, not only was the animation superb, but it was actually motion captured. So the, so Disney actually got Ray Park, the original actor who played Darth Maul in, in Phantom Menace, to do all the motion capture uh, during his fight uh, against Ahsoka Tano. And there was another uh, stunt performer who performed as Tano? It was a uh, Lauren Mary Kim, and man, their lightsaber battle was incredible. Like you saw Ahsoka, ah- Ahsoka Tano, like really, really come come into her own, where she came a long way from being Anakin Skywalker's Padawan to this uh, fully, fully self self sufficient um, Jedi. And man, um, how how their battle ended was was pretty incredible. Um, you actually you also you also got to see more of the personality of the clones. Uh, in, in, in throughout throughout the Clone Wars, um, because each each clone has has different names, different personalities, and um, you got to see, you got to got to you got to, got to know them more as as humans, as as actual characters, um, with different motivations, which was really cool. Um, also, the last the last shot of the final episode of the Clone Wars, very well done. Uh, it it was really cool, very very well done how they pulled it off. So, yeah, man, Clone Wars. Yo, I'm 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 glad that I fu- I watched all the episodes. Take a bow, Disney. Um, y'all y'all did some magnificent work wrapping up the wrapping up the the series. Um, definitely worth watching. The, those last four episodes especially, well worth watching. But I thought Clone Wars was before uh, Disney bought the Lucasfilm properties. Yes, it was. Um, like Cartoon Network, uh, did did the um, well, aired the 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 first five seasons and then netflix mm-hmm. netflix aired season six produced season six and then disney wrapped it up with uh season seven which is the final season oh okay gotcha yeah, yeah. and then and then season seven uh, actually introduces the bad batch which we'll get into uh, momentarily um right right that see yeah that i have noticed because i was trying to figure out you know where the bad batch uh, as i was watching i was trying to figure out where the um fell into the star wars timeline and then you know it was literally like following there was the uh events of clone wars so yep. oh god that's a lot to be watched yeah it's 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 a lot but um but yeah it's like 20 minutes uh, per episode so it's like you know you can knock out like three in an hour just about yeah yeah and right now i'm also i just started watching star wars rebels which is 75 episodes i've only watched the first two so far but I'll I'll take my time with that one. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's yo Clone Wars is that Clone Wars is is a, is a great series, man. I I was I was sleeping I was sleeping on it for years, but man, like it definitely it it's, it's, it's it definitely takes the good ideas that George Lucas had in the prequels and, and truly made it their own and actually expanded the universe into something great. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Maurice is pulling the ultimate. I told you so, Vic. <laughs> I I bet he I bet he is. You know, if we ever get uh, Maurice uh, back on the show, I'll be like, Yo, sir, uh, I, I will I will give you an e handshake. 
for 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 speaking that truth that I was ignoring all those years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, yeah. yep, and um, and I'm looking at um uh, uh, Shanae's uh, comment. Uh, Disney has the this thing about the timeline time travel. Yes, um, from what I understand, um, later on in, in Star Wars Rebels. Um, there's, um, they've actually, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know the full details, but there's like, um, there's like this, like in between like realm of the force and which some, which somebody can theoretically, I guess, travel through time. So that, so that could be, that could also introduce like some, some what if, some what if tales in Star Wars. And that could possibly make it easier for fans to ignore the rise of Skywalker and say, yeah, that's not canon. We don't, we don't acknowledge that. I do it anyway. So, but hey, you know, yes. if, if that timeline helps to ignore the bad stuff, I'm for it. Oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, man! Also, one thing I did, I finally finished Living Single. Oh, you finished all the episodes? <laughs> I did. Uh, like, I mean, because I, because I took a break from it while I was on like the fifth and final season. Not knowing that, like, there was a, the final season was uh, only 13 episodes. So you can kind of tell, it's like, all right, yeah, they're just wrapping it. They're just trying to wrap everything up. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I took that break just so I could binge watch uh, Comic Book Man. Nice. Which, please, get Pluto, get Pluto and watch it. Like, that was, like, such a cool show. Like, uh, going to Jane Bo- Silent Bob's Secret Stash is on my bucket list. But, um yeah, living single. I was like, okay, it was cool. So that's how it ended. Like that's that's what it was. So now I'm like, yeah. all right, what do I want to watch next? <laughs> yeah, I'm working on Bad Batch, mm-hmm. which we're about to talk uh, talk about. Yep. Uh, what to watch next? <laughs> like I really, um, I go to sleep to uh, more episodes of um, The Joy of Painting. I've always been a Bob Ross fan since I was a little kid. So like. Uh, Pop of melatonin and that soothing voice just mm. <laughs> just sends me right out. <laughs> <laughs> Those dulcet tones. Oh my god, happy trees, man! Just happy trees. <laughs> but I didn't mean to cut. I didn't mean to cut you off. That was just something that I remembered. Uh, I, what else is going on in the wonderful world of it? Uh, yeah, um, Bad Batch. Um, <sighs> yep. The, the new the newest uh, Star Wars uh, series animated feature uh, follows the ep- events of Clone Wars. Um, three episodes are out. Um, I only got to watch the first two, as you have. Um, yes. um, yeah, uh, Bad Batch. Uh, it's it follows the uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the the title um, the eponymous uh, team of clones com- clone commandos, um, which are an experimental clone unit. Who um, who are like the specialty elite squad within within the clone army, and they all have very distinct personalities and appearances that are much different than your typical uh, regular clone or reg regs for short. So you have the leader known as Hunter, who's like the most well balanced of the of the group. You have um, Wrecker, who's like the big burly um, the big burly type. Wreck is hilarious. Oh yeah, he he's a, he's a simple man. He just he just wants to wreck shit, you know. Just, you know that, that that's 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 it. That's his that's his piece right there. Um, you have uh, um, the sharpshooter uh, known as tech. no not 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 tech. Uh, tech tech is the is like he's like he's like the nerd. He's like the nerd of scientist of the group. Um, there's nothing that he can't hack. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sharpshooter is um, 
oh gosh, what is his name? Crosshair. Crosshair, yes. Crosshair. He's like the stern, yeah. silent type. And then you have um then you have their other other uh, uh clone, Echo, who actually joins um their group uh in the final season of the Clone Wars, where he he's rescued and after after being um completely physically altered, like he's he's part machine, part man. And um, after in, in in the end of Clone Wars, like after he decides, you know what, I, I don't really fit with the regular clone army. I, I want to do my thing. I want to join the Bad Batch because I feel like I can fit there. And that's how and that's how he joins their group. So so yeah, um, Bad Batch. Uh, t- uh, Carl, what do you, what do you think of it so far in the first two episodes? I've been highly entertained by it, and you know, and I like the whole dynamic with the uh, Omega, you know, the little girl Omega, who was, uh, I believe, she was a clone herself, and then yep. and how she folds into the mix, and she's just so adventurous, like she's just kind of adorable. She reminds me of my stepdaughter a lot in ways, so just kind of like wants to be part of the group, you know, even though everybody's a little much older than her, mm-hmm. like she still needs to be like. And she needs to feel included, and she has that like special relationship with Hunter. That, like I don't know, it's just, that one kind of, that kind of hit home for me. Like that relationship kind of hits home for me. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've been thoroughly entertained, you know, especially like the lockdown, how they was trying to break, how they was trying to break out of the uh, little prison that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but I want to see more of that Jedi that they chased and he, and he escaped. Yeah, yeah. That I want to see more. I want to see more with that. Yeah, cause like um, cause the cause these clones like they're not affected by um, Order sixty six, and um, and that's and that's another thing too that the clone uh, Clone Wars explores, cause in Re- in Revenge of the Sith, um, Emperor uh, Palpatine he he uh he calls in all the all the clone the clone army leaders and says execute Order sixty six. And, and that's actually like a, a dormant chip in each, in each in the brains of each clone, and they can't control themselves. They, and you see some clones actually try to resist killing Jedi. Some overcome it, other, but most of them don't. And uh, and we do see how Order sixty six affects at least one of the clones rather, uh, more so than the other yeah. unit. So so yeah, that's actually pretty intriguing to see uh, how that goes. And then you see um, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, you see, like hit a younger Grand Grand Moff Tarkin, um, you know, being a complete dick, you know, as he was in the in the in the original film, uh, A New Hope. Um, but yeah, some some intriguing some intriguing developments. I do I do want to see how how they explore the the universe further with this uh, Renegade clone unit and how you know how um, the the Jedi Order is is affected further, you know, after their destruction in Revenge of the Sith. How many survive, right. and um, and how the Bad Batch will interact with them, and how and and what's Omega's ultimate purpose? Because she's the right. yeah, because she's the only female clone um, in, in the that the communal wins have made. So what her ultimate purpose is that remains to be seen. Right, that's another thing too. Like I'm curious. Like this is something. I mean, she just like she just kind of came out of nowhere. But I'm like, she's like. If they're showing this dynamic, you know, this relationship with uh, her and Hunter, then there's gotta be more. There's gotta be more to her, and I'm really curious about this, about that. So I just can't. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that um, I think there's gonna be a total of like 13 episodes, I believe, for Bad Batch. And... Very. Yeah. And they're very digestible. They're 13 episodes. I mean, they're 
what? I mean, with the exception of the first episode, which was about an hour and change. Yeah. Like, yeah, and everything's just, you know, a half hour, half hour episode. It's very digestible for a cartoon. So, I mean, and what's interesting is one person does the voice of all the members of the Bad Batch. Yep, yep, he does. Um, yeah, I, I do want to pull up the, that actor's name if I can, but but yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was amazing that only one actor, like, he manages to, like, pull off different personalities. Like, he's just, like, playing multiple roles, even though it's, like, different characters with the same face or similar face. Right. Yeah, so that, that's actually pretty cool. Um to, yeah, right now I'm trying to pull up his uh, name here. So I'm on Wikipedia right now. Um, I, think okay. it, I think it's D. Bradley Baker, if I recall. I, I could be wrong. Um, let me see. D. Bradley Baker. Um, I, th- I think he does. I think he does play um, all all of the uh, all of the characters. I, I think it's him. If not him, I, c- I could be wrong. But. Um, no, actually, yep, that that is him, D. Bradley Baker. He does voice. D. Bradley Baker. Yeah, he do, he does voice all of the clones in the Bad Batch and and in the Clone Wars as well. Yeah, if I was to actually like sit down and just watch him like record an episode of Bad Batch, I'd probably be highly entertained because you have to make you know when you're recording those voices, you kind of have to get in you know certain characters. So just to see him switch from character to character to character, mm-hmm. I would be I would think that that would be like hilarious. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, man, Bad Batch. Uh, we have new episodes uh, every Friday on Disney Plus. Uh, check it out, um, especially if you've watched uh, Clone Wars. Um, uh, let's see. I, I I will say too, like watching watching Clone Wars and um, and Bad Batch. Um, like I, I've I've actually come to a realization as a Star Wars fan that that you know. Um, you know, watching watching these shows, you do have like a new generation or younger generations of Star Wars fans, where the prequels have been their introduction to the show, to oh, to, to the whole series, to the whole franchise, or like they've gotten into the Clone Wars TV show, and that could have been their first introduction to the franchise. Whereas, like for people around our age, our introduction was the the original trilogy, and. And I think that as as Star Wars fans, like especially like with how the prequels did turn out, like well at least at least the first two, like I think Star Wars fans and myself include, I, I include myself in that bunch. We got we got a little too uh, pedantic, a lot of, a little too uptight, too precious, too sensitive with how it turned out, and then like we got so. God, it, like, like the, the 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 fan base got so toxic and just like so backbitey and just like it's like you know what, you know what, Star Wars is for everyone and you know what, if somebody likes the prequels and and there are good ideas, there are good elements in the prequels. I will I will, I will give it credit for that. Um, if somebody if somebody likes the prequels, great. If somebody likes you know the the, the Clone Wars, awesome. Mandalorian, what have you. It's it's all good. The video games, it's all good. I think that I think you know it's given me some it's given me some additional perspective, some renewed perspective that you know as a fan, you know, you know the the original trilogy will always be there, but you're gonna have younger fans and newer fans getting into Star Wars in different ways, latching onto different programs, not not necessarily the original trilogy so i think star wars fans uh really need to like, at least like the, the super hardcore ones really need to take a step back and realize yo this is 
this is for everyone. We don't have to be so precious with it. You know what I mean? So it's the same. It's the same thing with wrestling. It really it, yeah. not even just wrestling, but just all for all franchises that have been like around for you know decades on uh, decades. It's just it, yeah, like they you have to you know attract those younger audiences, especially if you're gonna have a franchise that's gonna last this long. Yeah. You know, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to appeal to them as well. So I mean, there's just there's literally something for everybody. Like I'm listening to Busted Open. I'm gonna revert back to wrestling as an example. Was that one? Somebody said honestly. He said I had it. One caller said that I I had a 10 and 11 year old who watched the pay per view and they loved the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> they loved it. So it just kind of goes to shows like you kind of have to do something for everybody yeah yeah you know like you know it's yeah this it's it's for everybody it's it literally it it is for everybody yeah absolutely like there's plenty of room at the table you know exactly so that's why i wasn't that's why i wasn't really too critical of it i was like was it great no but i just kind of was like yeah, it's whatever. And when I heard that caller, I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah. They want to see more. From, they're gonna want to see more because can they do something like that ever? You know, ever again? You know what? You're, you're drawing them in. Mm-hmm. Mission accomplished. Yeah, you know, but you know, but of course, you know, there's something to be said about quality. Of course, you know. Uh, yeah, but then still, but it's like if somebody, somebody likes it. It's just like seeing it's like seeing a girl that you may not be attracted to, mm-hmm. but then you'd be like, you know what? Somebody likes her. Yeah, you know, like some people like some people think Nia Jax is a talented wrestler, while others see her as like a complete botch machine who's it who's there because of nepotism because of her famous Hollywood cousin. But hey, who are we to judge, right? You know. So I just think she. I know you're trying to allude to me. I just think I just think she's freaking gorgeous. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, hey, hey, it she's looks, a gorgeous woman. Okay, okay, but 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 I mean, look, looks is looks is one thing, but then but then as a professional wrestler, what matters is what can oh, you I know do she's not the, oh, I know she's in not that great. thing. I mean, it, I mean, and I mean, when it comes, I mean, Nia Jax, like if you if you look at it, if if she, if she was if she was a football team, she'd be like. The Buffalo Bills. She'd be just, are, just, just absolutely leave, terrible. Like, like, why are you there? Why do you have will you fans? Leave us alone. You know? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I got one, one rebuttal for that. <laughs> I said the, the ultimate warrior. Oh, Nia Jax is like the ultimate warrior. But I'm just saying, like, she's got the look. Hmm. But yeah, look at Ultimate Warrior. All he was was just a look. Yeah, he in an was. entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go ahead and try to dissect one of his promos, like how you can dissect a promo <laughs> from Cody Rhodes? Yo, Ultimate Warrior was truly the Oswald Bates of promos. <laughs> he really was. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like Bruce Pritchard said, and then the bell rang. Yeah. And the bell rang. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say, like... Oh, I, said that, I said that to my father. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say, like, Ultimate Warrior versus Hogan, WrestleMania six, still a classic, still one of my favorite matches of all time. 
Yeah, he, he, I mean, I mean, if there, if there's one match, I got I got to give it to a Terry Bollea. It's, it's that it's that match. All right, you know, I, I I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kyle. Sorry. I'm sorry. I it's just one, just one, just one Terry Bollea match. It's it's him versus. You think Warrior. Pat? Think Pat? Think Pat Patterson for that one. Oh, he was he the Not producer? A page. He was the he was the agent for that match, though. So. Nice, well done. Not a page, J J J J Fuck you. <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Besides uh, Star Wars, um, uh, as you can see with my lovely wallpaper this week. Um, oh Jesus. Yes, um, I I uh. I was playing all weekend Resident Evil Village on the PlayStation 4. You better not have beat that game already. I beat that game in one day. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I beat that game on Saturday. It was it was it was 10 hours. Um it's a 10-hour game, but like I I took 10 hours and 45 minutes. I took breaks throughout my Saturday, okay? I went out to eat. I I you know, I did what I had to do. But man, the, the the game sucked me in. I I was riveted. I'm like, you know, I'm not doing anything else. Shoot, I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, next thing you know, it was two in the morning and I finished the game. You know, <laughs> it, it's fine. But, but 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 yo, but yeah, Resident Evil Village. Yes, it is the eighth installment in the main in the main uh, uh, series of uh, of Resident Evil games. Um, this one is available for PlayStation 4 and 5, as well as Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Um, obviously, I don't have a PS5 or 4K TV, so I did purchase it on the PS4 on the PlayStation Store. And I gotta say, it, it, it still looks absolutely gorgeous on, on the base PlayStation 4. Uh, Capcom's Resident Evil engine, or RE engine, which we saw in, um, Resident, in the Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 7, excellent an excellent engine man it's, it's perfectly optimized so so if you're, if you're getting if you're, if you're playing on the ps4 you're not you're, you're not missing out like the, obviously with the ps5 you get sharper textures sharper resolution but the ps4 is absolutely no slouch um but resident evil village yes it um it takes place about a year or so after the events of Resident Evil 7, where you played as Ethan Winters, who traveled down to Louisiana and rescued his uh, his wife Mia from the from the Baker family. Um, oh, so, I know you, I know you rage quit Resident Evil 7. You give that game another chance. Give a game another chance. But uh, but Resident but but much like Resident Evil, but just like Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 8 also is also uh, also has uses the first person perspective um, in this game. Um, it takes place in Eastern Europe, in a place that's inspired by Romania, Transylvania, um, kind of like the Eastern Bloc. And um, the game begins where Chris Redfield raids, he storms the home of, of Ethan and Mia Winters, and murders Mia Winters in front of Ethan, and takes their newborn baby, Rose. And so Ethan Ethan uh, travels, he's he's, like, he's kidnapped uh, by, by Chris's... Uh, elite squad of 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 commandos and then um something happens where he escapes their clutches and he finds himself in this remote uh, snowy village uh with this uh, castle overlooking everything and so ethan has to rescue his daughter and find out why what's going on and why he's there and what and what chris redfield's role is in everything um the game is absolutely fun. It's 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 a great it's a great follow up to Resident Evil Seven. It's definitely more action packed 
then part seven. Um, the 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 first person gameplay um, I I, th I think is is a bit smoother uh, in terms of like the combat compared to seven. Um, uh, so and and it, and it does utilize some elements from previous games. So for example, in Resident in Resident Evil Village, you have this merchant character called the Duke, who's like this ginormous this ginormous dude who like sits in like this this carriage, and he sells you weapons upgrades, different weapons and items. And, um, and, and, and that kind of harkens back to um, Resident Evil 4's Merchant and also the inventory system where you can purchase different suitcases to expand your inventory space. Um, there's also, um, um, there's, there's also uh, another, another element where, um, where you earn challenge points. So after you beat the game, when you, 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 can, you can spend challenge points in the start menu to, to unlock infinite ammo for different weapons that you fully upgrade, which is a carryover from Resident Evil 5. So, so, there, so, so are, there are some different elements there that they carry over here and they kind of refine them. Um, the, 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 game, the game itself, it's not, at least for me, it wasn't, it wasn't like as scary. Uh, it was more it was more action heavy than scary, but there are some horrifying elements though. Though, um, for example, as you can see in my in my Zoom wallpaper, you have uh, one of the main villains of the of this of the of the game, uh, Lady Lady Dimitrescu, who was like this nine foot six tall giant vampire woman who who pursues you through her castle along with her three vampire daughters, and I gotta tell you, man, uh, Carl, like. Like when I saw when I when I first saw Lady Dumatresque, um, man, you fell I, in love. I fell in I fell in love. Listen, listen. We at the Codex no, Prime podcast stands Lady Dumatresque. When she was chasing after me throughout the throughout the castle, I'm like I'm like no vampire mommy, don't 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 kill me. And then I'm like no 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 vampire mommy, step on my face with your giant heel, step on me, mommy, please. And I'm like you know I was I you know I I was a little conflicted. I, I, I was I was a little conflicted because you know like you know I was I was it's horrified okay. I was I was I was partly scared scared because you know she has this giant she has this, like giant lady death strike claws which she can disembowel you with if she catches up to you but at the same time you know you know you know it's like yo yo she, you know she she's looking all gorgeous and whatnot you know she's she's looking like a like a statue like a statue esque beauty. You know, who happens to be a vampire who who calls me a, a stupid man thing, and I'm like, yes, yes, Lady Demetres, I, I am a stupid, I am a stupid man thing, I am a stupid. Man. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, Lady Demetres, I've I've been bad, I've been a little naughty. Maybe maybe you can uh, teach me a little lesson or two. Yes, yes. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So so Lady Demetres, she was um, she was a, she, she definitely one of the most stri striking characters in the game and and her three daughter and her three daughters right she, they're they kind of they like they're they have like every time like they, they pursue you like they have like their their speech kind of borders on camp and innuendo like like mm, i've never tasted man blood before Ooh, ooh, how do you like it do you like it hard or rough or and all this i'm, I'm like and i'm like i don't know if i should be scared or if i should or if i should be you know attracted both is is that the purpose you know this 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 game this game this this game this game you know made, made me conflicted you know in, in some ways but 
but I but I will say uh, uh, big ups big ups to Capcom and, and their art department, you know, for for creating some truly striking uh, characters uh, that we've seen in this game. Um, you sir, you sir, Vic are not the only one. <laughs> oh no, I've seen the memes. I've seen the Lady Demetresque memes, uh, and they're all over. And and you're just like, I understand. Oh, oh yes, oh yes, I, I, I understand. It's like, like listen, listen, I'll tell you something, Carl. Lady, Lady Demetresque, you know, like, she, she is bane to my Batman. She can lift me up and break me in two and throw me in her pit of despair. Okay, it's her world. I just have the privilege of living in it. Okay, it's like yes, yes, humble me. Yes, break my back, Lady Demetresque. Make me humble. I, I, I am just a stupid man thing. Humble me and show and show me and show me the power of vampire love. Listen. 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 I, can I be thirsty? Okay? Can I be thirsty a little bit? The answer is yes. Look, look, bottom line is bottom line is <laughs> bottom line is like Lady Demetresque, one of the most striking characters in Resident Evil in, in all the Resident Evil games. It's 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 fine. Look, I, I, I see the people in the in the chat face palm and giving me face palm emojis. Listen, it's fine. It's fine. Listen, I'm a simple man. I want so little. Okay, it's fine. Let let, let me have wait, this. Wait, wait, listen, listen, listen. It's 2021. Love is love, damn it. You want to love that video game woman? Damn it. It's your business. It's your right. I mean, I mean, I will, I will say, hey. Um, There's people who pay big money for that treatment, you know. I know, like, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like Tony Atlas, like talking about wanting, wanting women to step on my face in heels. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, but, but I'm. Are you? Are you though? I, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, Tony Atlas, that's a unique fetish. Like, that's not me. Like, I wouldn't want anybody stepping on my face, especially wearing shoes. It's like, nah, that's just too unsanitary for my taste. I'm just speaking for myself. Too, too unsanitary, because you don't know where those shoes have been. And plus, like, with, you know, obviously with COVID, you know, you, you got it. You, I mean, you can't just, like, walk, be walking in your house with your shoes when you're coming from the outside. You got to take she them lets off. You, if she, lets, if yeah. she lets you see more, would you let her do it? I, nah. I, well... Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll, I will take that under advisement. But um, anyway, moving on because there's there's, there's other stuff in the game. The, the name of this episode. This the name of this episode needs to just be conflicted. <laughs> well, 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 that's it. That's it. Conflicted. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll, we shall see. But um, but uh, but yeah. Um, I I, I will say like um that I, I will say like there there is one a ter- really really terrifying uh part in the game though and i won't spoil it but man this this part where like you there's like this house there's like, there's like this lonely house that you enter like which is like uh this lone house like in the woods like in front of like this waterfall and it's like a haunted house and man i what i what i saw in that haunted house was perhaps the most fucked up thing i ever saw in a resident evil game i was not prepared for it when I what I saw, I'm like I, t- I was like nope 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 nope. Oh man, that yeah I, I gotta tell you like like that that portion of the game scared the ever living shit out of me. More <laughs> m- more more so than Lady Demetresque. Like this was 
fucking nightmare fuel. Like, I won't spoil it, but you'll know it when you see it. Man, I was not prepared for that. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, overall, like, Resident Evil Village, definitely a great game. Definitely worth playing. I will say, though, um, on... If, if there's like a if there's any like dings against it, um, on on normal difficulty on on standard mode it's pretty easy. Like I've only died twice, like it, it's pretty easy on on standard mode. So like um, if you're playing it the first time, you can probably get through it without dying. Um, the game is also pretty generous with ammo too on that difficulty at least. I know there's two other harder difficulty modes, so if you want a bigger challenge, you can do that. Um, but also cool. But also what's cool is that like um, there's um. There's also a mercenaries mode, much like in Resident Evil 4 and 5. So that, but the mercenaries mode in this game is a bit different. So it's not really multiplayer. So what you do is like you go through like different stages, and you have to like kill a, a set number of enemies in a given time, and then you move on to the next stage, and you keep building up your score, and you can earn more challenge points to unlock different things in the game too. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, Resident Evil Village is worth playing. It's, and 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 if you haven't if if you haven't if you haven't finished part seven, there is a brief recap uh, video that you can watch, which will bring you up to speed with the story. That was hilarious. Thank you, Vic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, li listen, like, listen. All, all of the Lady Dimitrescu memes are valid, okay? <laughs> but, but um. I mean, I mean, it's not every day that you see a, a nine foot six tall giant vampire woman, you know, walking after you, you know, and 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 trying to trying to assert her dominance, trying to let you know that you're a stupid man thing that doesn't belong in her castle, that you're ruining the sanctity, you know, of of her dominion, of of her domicile. But it's like, hey, you know, it, it's it's all right. Listen, listen, I need to be taught a lesson. I need to be humble. It's okay. All right. So, so, oh man, how 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 can, how can I follow? That? The only stuff that I wanted to say to her, and I just couldn't even. Get, oh uh, yeah, in one of our chats, uh, one of my friends just posted up posted. He's like that he bought the game, and then he's he shows the picture of Tormund from Game of Thrones, looking and goes, "Is the big woman still here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's facts, facts, like. Yeah, like like it's like it, it it is a great game. Like like it, um I know I know you said that you rage quit Resident Evil 7. I still say you should give that game a chance. Even just play it on the easiest difficulty just to get through it. Like it's worth playing through. It really well, is. Well, I've been fine. I I found a channel walkthrough, so that'll probably help me out if I if I decide to do it. I mean, I'll probably catch it, you know, if I can catch it for cheap, which mm -hmm. I think you can. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can definitely catch it for cheap um, on the PlayStation Store, probably. Like, I think it's like maybe twenty bucks right now. Okay, then yeah, I'll do it now that I got the walkthrough. I will strictly do it on walkthroughs, but I mean, I just thought I can only do this stuff with <laughs> unlimited ammo because I do not have the patience of wasting bullets mm. on one vampire, on one uh, zombie. So yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, definitely. Uh, give me my infinity. Give me my infinite rocket launcher, and I'm happy. Yep. Yeah, man. Same. Yeah. Right now, right now, I'm on my second playthrough of, of Village, and I'm I'm just I'm just trying to upgrade the weapons I have so I can get infinite ammo for like the sniper rifle because I got the infinite ammo for one of the shotguns. So I'm trying to unlock the other ones too. 
So, so yeah, man. And, and plus, like much like Resident Evil Seven, it is it it is a short it is a short ish game. It's like it's about ten hours. So, you know, you, and, and plus like the uh, plus like with all the Resident Evil games, really, it's definitely meant to be replayed multiple times because it does have that um that have it does have that kind of um gameplay loop to it, that addictive gameplay loop to it. So definitely worth playing. You you can get through it in like a, at least a day or two. Yeah, I saw like I saw that um, what do you call it has a uh, thing that Resident Evil Two has a. Don't mind me, I'm trying to like just change the channel here. But um, I saw that Resident Evil Two has one as well. So I'm like, do I really need to like beat that one too? Hmm. Um, like their second, you know, their second. Yeah. Yeah, the second run, I think, because you play as the opposite character, like you start from a different point in the, in the police station. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I probably really wouldn't need to, but anyway. So we'll see. But then I also picked up Resident Evil Three remake for like twenty bucks. It was a GameStop deal of the day a couple of weeks ago, like about a week or two ago. So yeah. that's what made me decide. I'm like, all right, let me finish uh, part two, and then for part three, I bought the. Um, what do you call it? the unlimited ammo? Because mm. I need my unlimited rocket launcher. <laughs> was that for for part three? Yeah, they have one as well. Oh, okay. Like, like, and you don't have to beat the game first. I hope not. Oh, okay. Because I just, like I said, I paid for it, so. Mm. Yeah, like I heard Resident Evil Three remake wasn't as good as Part Two. Yeah. It was it was a, it was a cheap price, so I was like, yeah. well, why not? Oh yeah, like for twenty for twenty bucks or less, I'd, I I would get it. Like I'll like if it's fifteen, I'll probably get it off the PlayStation Store eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was uh. That was enticing, Vic. That was funny. <laughs> that was very good. Hey, you know. Uh, that was very good, but yeah. I just. I, I do not disagree. Yeah. Not at all. I, I can't wait to see those cosplays at uh, Comic Con, whatever Comic Con we go to. Hey, because this ha- it's happening. Oh yeah, this I've I've already seen like cosplays online, so so like yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a, it's it's actually a pretty it's a it's a striking character. So like if we if we do see some real uh, some real tall ladies out there, you know, cosplaying as Lady Dimitrescu, hey, awesome. And if they nail it, they're gonna be really uncomfortable. Hey, no, let, hey, like, listen, listen, listen. I'm, I'm a professional. I don't, I, I don't do the whole, you know, thirst, thirst bucket, like, 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 nah, come on, man, come on, man. I have class, Carl. Victor Romoyo has class. All right. Yeah, but your mind is still dirty. Listen. Listen, you, you know, I'll I'll cop to that, but but here's but here's the thing, <laughs> but but here's the thing. Unlike unlike certain um uh, thirsty or crumb bums out there, you know, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not sitting there. I'm talking about hey hey hey, look look at her. She she got a fat ass though. <laughs> no, I'm not. Come on, man. Listen, I'm too, we're, we're we're too old for that, Carl. We have class. We we have standards. Okay, we are professionals. We know better. You know, right? we're just have some fun, babe. Well, apparently you already that had ten hours worth of fun. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, 
And who knows, I, when this podcast is over, I'm, uh, I'll probably hop back on uh, Resident Evil Village, probably unlock uh, some more weapons. Um, it's a... Uh, like I said, it, it's a it's a fun game. Like it's it's definitely it's definitely wor- worth worth the money. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brian hit you with the sir. <laughs> hey, I'm not talking about anybody. I'm not, when I said thirsty or crumb bumps, I wasn't talking about anybody in particular. I was just speaking generally. Yeah. Yeah, you was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Besides that, uh, pretty much um, that's pretty much it. Uh, on my end, um, any other uh, bits and bobs we should uh, get into? Uh, I think I'm good on my end as well. <laughs> all right, all right, and uh, yeah, um, yeah. Besides that, um, yeah, I got got nothing else. Uh, what was what was I gonna say? Ah, yes. Um, speaking of which, uh, this I think this Friday on Netflix, Army of the Dead is coming out. Zack Snyder's newest film, so I'll I'll, de- well, I'll definitely review that for next week. I'll take some time to watch that this weekend. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually DJing this weekend. Oh, I, nice. Oh man. Okay. Oh man, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that one. And it's, and it's an old school, old school party too, so I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun DJing that, and then also Zoom Unities this week, uh, this Friday. We it wasn't one last week. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we get a good one this week. Just uh, I'll post. I'll post up the uh, Zoom. It's a it's a free Zoom party. Just slide in my DMs. I'll send you the I'll send you the meeting ID. Or actually, I'll just say I'll just post it. Word. That's what's up. All right. All you gotta do is log into Zoom, put in the ID meeting. You'll be in and enjoy yourself. Have a drink with you and enjoy a Friday night in. Absolutely, and uh, and also um, as as y'all know, um, you can catch all of our episodes on the Codex Brand Podcast. We're live on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live uh, every Tuesday evening around 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can also find us on all of our episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes. We can hit us up with that five star review. Uh, Spotify, that's where we're at. iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, uh, just search for Codex Prime. You'll find us. Um, you can also find us on social media, Twitter at Codex Prime Cast, and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, and you can also email us at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so so yeah, that's uh so yeah, that's a you know short episode this week, but um but we'll 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 get out of here. What's up, Carl? Oh, and also you can get Codex Prime merch if all you gotta do is just hit up Crafty Candle Cuts. Yes. Okay, take great care of you. Oh, yes. T-shirts, hats, you name it, she'll make it. Exactly. Yep. But, yeah, uh, but yeah thank you all. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all for, for participating in the chat. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, and as always, uh, and also shout-outs, much love to all of the giant vampire ladies out there. We got nothing but love for you on the show. And as always, we will catch you on the flip. Tune in next week. Uh, Same Codex time, same Codex channel. Peace out, nerds. Later.